Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. And we begin today with the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 35, verses 1 through 10. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and shouting. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be opened, and the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs for water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there. And it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it. But it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. We continue today's reading in James chapter 5 verses 7 through 10. Be patient, therefore, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Brothers and sisters, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See the judges standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Our last reading for today is from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 through 11. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Those with a skin disease are, clean, are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. 
This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. On this third Sunday of Advent, we look at being thankful for joy. I have to say, it's been an interesting week for me. The kids got sick, and it made for quite a long week. And it gave me some extra time to think about that idea of joy. And it also made me think about anticipation. And the reason it made me think of anticipation is because I've been sitting there wondering about how long we would have to wait until everyone was finally feeling better. And I had to patiently wait because the flu doesn't just magically go away. But that extra time to reflect on joy made me think about the fact that when we prepare for joy, the anticipation can build and help us to experience it more deeply because we know what we're looking for and we know it when we see it. And we do see this in our readings for today. Isaiah is anticipating the joy that will come with the glory of the Lord. One of the things that we get And the opening of Isaiah is this list of things that will bring joy to the people. Isaiah proclaims that the blind shall have their eyes opened, the ears of the deaf shall be opened, the lame shall walk, and the speechless will sing for joy. It's a list of things that will happen with the restoration that comes from God. And we see this list again when John asks his followers to go find Jesus. They ask if he is the one who is to come, or if John still has to wait. Jesus responds with a list of things that are being done. The blind are given sight, the lame walk, skin diseases are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. Jesus is listing those things we just heard in Isaiah. Jesus is saying to John that if he recognizes what is being done, he'll know who he is. That he is the one who will bring that everlasting joy. When John's messengers leave, Jesus talks about John. That he was a prophet, more than a prophet even. John was the messenger sent to prepare a way. The one crying out in the wilderness, calling to make straight the highway of God. We hear again about the highway from Isaiah. That the highway God makes will be called the holy way and it will be for God's people. That no traveler on that road not even a foolish one, will lose their way. Now, this is something to celebrate because we're reminded that God's highway (coughs) is safe. That it brings joy to God's people. That the path to the Lord shuns away sorrows. We also heard it in today's reflection. Mary sings of the joy of knowing just how good God is. And we hear of the anticipation again in James. That we have the anticipation in Isaiah of a joy that is to come. In Matthew we have the initial realization of that joy. But then we also have the anticipation of even greater joy to come with the coming of the Lord to finish what was put into motion. That we have to be patient and strengthen our hearts. 
We do that by not grumbling against each other so that we'll be judged, but instead to be an example of suffering and patience, just like the prophets, such as John or Isaiah. John, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. The voice of one who was thrown into prison, one who died there. One who proclaimed that people should prepare because Christ is coming. Throughout this, there's this idea that there is joy to be had and joy to be anticipated. And I think that's something that we do have to think about to prepare our hearts during Advent. It's not just about experiencing joy, but preparing ourselves for joy and understanding why we have that joy. And part of that for me is thinking about who Christ is to me and why he brings joy to my heart. We can answer that in so many ways, and I think part of that is because each of us is going to have our own answer. Each of us is going to have our own song that we sing. Mary's song was her own because she sang about the joy that God brought to her. I think each of us would sing our own song because each of us experiences Christ's love in a different way, and it brings us different joys. And I think that is a wonderful thing. Because when we come together and we share those joys, and in turn, our joy grows. It grows because we experience God through each other's joys. We understand God better because of how we see Him bring joy to others. And we can experience that joy together and be thankful for that joy. I'm thankful for the joy that is to come, because it also gives us something to hope for. And the anticipation of that joy can bring us peace. Because even in the darkest of times, we find a light because we know that there is joy to come. We prepare for the joy and we celebrate the joy. And I think there's something truly wonderful about that. Because when we prepare for Christmas, we do all sorts of things that remind us of the joy of Christmas. <coughs> One of mine is that I like watching Christmas movies. And I watch so many Christmas movies every year. And I do it because it brings me joy. It also reminds me of all that Christmas means to me. Now, someone might ask how many of those movies reflect Christ in them. And I would note that a great many share the message of Christ's great love as they explore the joy that Christ brings. And they do it in different ways. And it's not always quite so direct. I love seeing the different ways that people can be kind to each other. The ways they can give hope to each other because of the hope they have in God. The way that people can work together for a brighter tomorrow. I love all of them. And each one helps me to prepare my heart for Christmas. Maybe it's that I watched The Bishop's Wife and are reminded that it's important to make time for the people we care about and to bring good news to the poor. Maybe I watch Miracle on 34th Street and I remember the way that we are called to be generous and to stand up for those in need and seek justice. Maybe it's watching A Christmas Carol and remembering that it's never too late to change and it's never too late to discover the love of Christ. And you know, all of those things share the true meaning of Christmas. That it is the joy that Christ brings to each and every one of us because of the hope that it inspires in us 
and the peace that it brings us. Because I think there's always more for us to discover. And when we prepare our hearts to celebrate the coming of our Savior into this world, we celebrate all that he is to us. We celebrate the simple joy of discovering the birth of a child born to be the Prince of Peace. We celebrate a joy everlasting, a joy that is with us now. And the joy is ours to share. And it is a joy that we prepare our hearts for. So let us always be thankful for the joy of Christ and let us be thankful for the joy of Christmas. Amen.